Hello and welcome to the Limerick Voice News Podcast. Over the past seven days, our reporters have been covering stories across the county and country to bring you the latest. It's Friday and we're here with your weekly news roundup. It's been a jam-packed week of news and here's a look at what we've got in store. The latest on this month's meeting of the Limerick Metropolitan District. Limerick native Kamal Ibrahim talks Mr. World and his life in the limelight and Limerick Literary Festival to get underway. All of this and plenty of more because when Limerick speaks, we listen. Hello and welcome back to the Limerick Voice News Podcast. My name is Lisa Divney and I'll be your host this week. Up first, our reporter Erin Dyer talks us through what was discussed at this month's meeting of the Limerick Metropolitan District. Members of Limerick Council are calling for a meeting with members of Bus Aaron and the National Transport Authority to address issues with public transport. This follows growing criticism of the public transport in the city, as well as changes made to bus routes in recent months. Speaking at the monthly Limerick Metropolitan District meeting this week, Councillor Catherine Slattery raised the issue. She lobbied the council to provide Glasgow Park and Flanker Court with a bus service, and also to identify a turning point for the 303 bus service to include Ross Moore. In her speech to the members of the Metropolitan District, Ms Slattery stated, It is a three-mile walk to the nearest bus stop, and the issue needs to be looked at as soon as possible. Councillors also expressed frustration at the recent changes to bus routes in the city, some of which now avoid vital school routes. Changes to the 303 route have meant that children from five schools would not be dropped off where needed, and now face a more difficult route to and from school every day. Over one year ago, Limerick Council launched Limerick's new branding strategy. Limerick Atlantic Edge European Embrace. The €1 million rebrand is aimed at marketing Limerick as a place of culture, innovation and unlimited possibilities. Describing the struggle that the pandemic caused, Head of Marketing and Communications at Limerick Council, Laura Ryan said, The brand was launched on the 30th of January and by March, Ireland was in the midst of a nationwide lockdown, a global pandemic and an economic crisis. The pandemic affected the success of the new rebrand, with traffic to the Limerick.ie website down 9% overall on last year. With overseas travel looking like it will be off the cards for another year, Limerick Council are redirecting their promotion efforts to a domestic audience. Laura Ryan explains, Once the initial crisis had been averted, we needed to work together to replace international tourism revenue with a domestic push. Limerick Council remain confident that despite the crisis, the pandemic can be used to an advantage. Ahead of the SSE Airtricity Women's League, Christine Costello catches up with Niall Connolly, Treaty United's newly assigned manager, about his hopes for the upcoming season. Last week, the SSE Airtricity Women's National League announced fixtures for the upcoming season. Limerick team, Treaty United, will be kicking off the season on March 27th as they face off against Bohemians in Dublin. Newly assigned manager, Niall Connolly, tells us more. First game of the season is away to Bowes. Our last kind of win of last season was against Bohemians, but I think they've done a really good job throughout the season. It was their first season in the League of Ireland as well. But when we played them earlier in the season to when we played them away, you could see the development and progression in their game, in their style of play. they got good coaches up there that are very demanding and you could see that on the players' performance especially when we played in the last game like it was a it was a cracking game I'm sure they're going to be at a higher level again when we play them the weekend of the 26th by the end of February 
we will have had 16 training sessions and then in March up until the 26th we'll have three training sessions a week plus friendly matches now on the weekend so we're going to be as prepared as we can be for the first game of the season and, and look please God we can just play to our potential and Alongside a change of management Treaty United will also be tasked with training under COVID-19 restrictions The unpredictability of this year's season will be one of many challenges ahead of them we're just following procedures really like look players need to fill out a COVID compliance form every day when we arrive we get our temperature checked the hand sanitizer and all that and then do as many functions as we can without players being too close to each other even little things like bibs cones and stuff that we're organising all that we fresh bibs for every practice the staff are only picking up cones and you know handing the footballs as well like there's obviously aspects of the game where look we're going to have to have contact with each other but we do as much as we can regarding just following guidelines and procedures in entertainment, Limerick DJ Olivia Chow discusses her new podcast, Chancers. She's joined by Limerick's finest lineup of club enthusiasts, organisers, and performers. Chancers celebrates a city on the cusp of its cultural peak before having it all torn away by the COVID 19 pandemic. Chow has spoken with Jack Brawley of Lower Your Expectations, Dan Sykes of Die, and last week she spoke with Colleen Phelan and Colin Brandon of Cabal. Right now, like Limerick is the place to be, you know, for music, for culture. Um, Ormston House just got, you know, their lease, you know, they have the building now and that's going to become a cultural hub as well and everything. And um, people don't see us as a threat. And I think now they need to see us as a threat because we have so much great things coming out of Limerick. Have you ever wondered what it's like to be crowned Mr. World? Limerick native Kamal Ibrahim chats to her very own Katie Flannery in the latest edition of Limerick Treasures. The former Mr. World chats about his childhood dream of becoming a pilot, the stigmas and stereotypes surrounding the competition and loads more. Here's a clip of what to expect. There is unfortunately this weird stigma, not stigma, this weird stereotype that comes with, oh, you're a miss or a Mr. whatever. So you're obviously pretty and stupid. And you're like, what? You know, I, I, you know, I got some of that as well, which is ridiculous because when you actually meet the people involved, doctors, nurses, engineers, scientists, like these people are far, these are very intelligent people. So there's a lot to that whole world that is fantastic, but there's a lot to it that is you need a thick skin to kind of get through it. Finally, the shortlist has been announced for the Kate O'Brien Award at the Limerick Literary Festival. The festival returns from February 26th to 28th and following a difficult year, the festival returns in an online format to allow book lovers continued access to the programme of events. The Kate O'Brien Award comes with a €2,000 cash prize sponsored by Bill and Dennis Whelan. The festival programme includes talks, interviews, panel discussions, poetry and more to be announced. Events for this year's festival will be free of charge and available to book through Eventbrite. Thank you for joining us on the Limerick Voice News Podcast. We hope you continue listening to us as we continue to give Limerick our voice. When Limerick speaks, we listen.